In the Fuzzy Memories podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. (laughs) Or audacious moves. Imagine also the the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. I don't want that. Or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! (laughs) We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. (laughs) It's collusion. It's of the highest degree! Uh Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that one, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt gets. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a cheesecake factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. Welcome to Broads and Books. I'm Erin. And I'm Amy. And this is a very special bonus episode. I think you said bonus. Bonus. <laughs> Summer cut. <laughs> Let me try that again. It's not a number. No, it's not. <laughs> Why can't I do this? Summer pop culture vibes. And we have a favorite guest. Sorry, really one of our only guests. Our only. <laughs> I mean. That's which... why you're our favorite. Keith. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Just reoccurring. We've decided not to bring anyone else. No. Consistent. All we need is Heath. One person. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you bring it all. Hi, Heath. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me. I was trying to remember. Is this your fourth or fifth time with us? I wanted to say four. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe so with the next time we need to do like a five timers club, yeah. something or other, give you a gift Ooh, of some kind. Like SNL, like yes. the jacket. Exactly. Like yes. Yeah. We need to do another cookbook episode too. Oh, shit. Are we recovered from the last one? Do you still have that uh, that uh, Kate Goslin pie in your refrigerator? <laughs> is it still alive? It probably is. It's probably, it's probably why Norwalk has a distinct smell. Maybe. Yeah. A smell problem. Yeah. I threw that whole pie tin away. I didn't even try to clean it. Because I put it in water to soak, and it, the water just sat on the top, which seemed very alarming. The yeah, that's not how it's like, supposed to work. And it it's like it uh, did something with physics and something that's not right. It's not right. Yeah, the yeah. water wanted no part of that. No. no. How dare you? So I just threw the whole Leave thing me away. out of this. Hey, pie tins are cheap. I'm done. <laughs> well, we thought that we would bring you a full pop culture episode of some of our favorite moments this summer. Mm-hmm. And... In keeping with our summer theme, mm-hmm. which has been 80s, yeah, we went way back and dug up some of our favorite moments from the 80s pop culture scene. And they are doozies. They are doozies. I don't know yours. I don't know Heath's. But I'm going to go out on limb and say they're doozies. <laughs> I, All of them. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just knowing mine. 
It's going to be great. I feel like you're going to be really on par. I felt like Mine? This, yeah. Like, oh. I knew without even knowing your picks, you understood the assignment. Like it was going to, you were going to knock it out of the park. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot to live up to, but we'll try. I feel like it's in your wheelhouse. All right. You'll be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So I thought we could do a round of recent moments mm-hmm. and then a round of 80s moments. Mm-hmm. But to start it off, perhaps we could each share our fashion trends, our favorite 80s fashion trends, because mm-hmm. there's a lot to choose from. Woo. And let's go with you first, Erin. What do you got? Mine's the scrunchie. Oh, which is popular again. It is, yeah. Apparently, I didn't know this, but it actually started in the 1960s. I remember no iteration of that. Well, we weren't alive in the 60s, right, so there's I mean, that. Right, but even in yeah. Like, shows. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But in 1987 is apparently when it really hit the scene. 87? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. What was it about 87? The Lost Boys, like we were saying before. So much then. in 1987. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I had a vast collection. Because that was the era where you matched it to your outfit. You had multiple scrunchies. Yes. Didn't hurt your wrist either when you wore them. <laughs> Not like the hair ties of today. Yeah. You can't put a hair tie as a bracelet without choking off and making your hand unusable. Right. And looking like, yeah. Yeah. It's swollen to a weird degree. Right. Like no, your hand is purple. Were great. They yeah. were comfortable. And they've made a comeback, so... I haven't, I haven't gone back. You haven't gone back? No. I've recently, like, remember banana clips? Mm-hmm. Like, I have a sort of a semblance, but like a, a nicer one uh-huh. than, you know, because banana clips used to go like all the yes, way up over your whole head. Flip them at the like, I could never just, do it. I could never either because my hair was too much. I'm like, yeah. who is this for? This isn't for me. <laughs> also, the curve, the fact that that curve Yeah. Too, what a weird product. It's so weird. But they were a big thing. They were. Did you Huge. wear banana clips? <laughs> I did not. Yeah, I think most people who know me know how I feel about bananas. <laughs> oh, true. It yeah. Wait, was that that was alive in childhood? Your hatred of bananas? Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Wait, does it come from childhood? Did you have a banana trauma? I but yeah, I did. I had a. Um, uh, this is going to be a little therapy for everybody. Okay, let's hear it. Um, I. I believe I opened a little Debbie that I thought was lemon flavored. Oh, no. And it was banana. And my mother made me finish it because she didn't want to waste food. And it took me a few hours to finish it. Like, I was being stubborn. It took me a few hours. Like, I just sat there and I thought, she's going to give up, right? And yeah. she did not give up. And wow. So, yeah. Okay, then so. your hatred of bananas makes a little more sense. It does. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's also super disappointing. Lemon to banana? Yeah, that's, right. that's mm-hmm. not a good match. No. 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 Well, Heath, what fashion trend do you got for us? I think probably my favorite fashion trend of the 80s was was a mesh top. <laughs> <laughs> With nothing underneath. No. Just a mesh oh top. No. I forgot a about top the mesh man tops. nipples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's like you can you can see what's going on, but not really. <laughs> it's, it's like when you like the, when you would see the adult channel, but it was scrambled right, like on right, cable yeah. and you'd kind uh-huh. of turn your head sideways and you're like, "Oh, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure." Okay. Uh-huh. Like there's the shadows of some <laughs> yeah. stuff under there. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh-huh. And that's why I think I have a good imagination today. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you really got to fill in the you gaps. You had to work for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, mine, I don't know if it's a favorite, but uh, it was the perm. Oh, yeah. And I have a visual aid for this. Oh, Because oh, of you Hang with on. the perm. Is that what yes. we're getting? Yes. It was circa 88, 89. I can't remember if I was showing you this. I before. feel like I've seen Oops, one, but I don't know if it's the same one that I'm about to lay eyes on. Yep, I do remember this. <laughs> I do. And Would you is. describe it for our listeners? <laughs> well, first of all, I've never seen someone sit so straight on the couch. <laughs> so 
that hair was heavy and I was trying to. It sort of looks like you might be employing a banana clip the way it's back. Really? But then it also might be a mullet. Uh, Probably a mullet. Like a permed mullet. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> How would you wow. describe it, Heath? Um, I feel like I feel like you're that perm is wearing you. You're not yep. wearing a perm. That's the way I would describe yep. it. That's a great way to put it. Also, not for nothing. I turned it over and it has someone else's name on the back, even though yeah. you are I the focal that. point. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. There's a small child off frame opening a present. Uh Apparently that's what they were focused on. I think Mm -hmm. they were trying to differentiate which of my twin brothers it was. Mm -hmm. But at that point, you very clearly knew who was who. So I don't Mm -hmm. know why that was. Oh, it was December 88. It says right there. Yeah. Look at that. Mm -hmm. You, though. Yeah. You look like you're you could have been the mom that brought them to the party to open the Uh presents. Absolutely. It's got a mom vibe to it. It does. I do. And I have a pink sweatsuit on. Oh yeah, we haven't even discussed that. Yeah. Is it one? As, no, it's as you two often pieces. wear today. As I often wear today, <laughs> it's got a uh... mock turtleneck sweatsuit oh, too. Oh wow. yeah, that's a. You are is just... that one piece? That I whole doubt outfit? it. Okay. No, I doubt it. <laughs> it sort of blends so well. Yeah, you're uh-huh. right. Uh huh. I just want to call attention to how tight those curls are. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah. when I decided I yeah. wanted a perm, mm-hmm. somehow I didn't think of all the tightness of perms. Mm-hmm. I was picturing what is basically my hair now, mm-hmm. which is more wavy. Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't understand that my hair was wavy. Maybe it yeah. hadn't been wavy up to that point. Yeah. I don't know. So I got that and immediately I was like, this is not what I wanted this is not what I imagined oh, no. I imagined gentle beachy waves that is not <laughs> that's not the beach no <laughs> when I went to school after getting it someone said I look like a popcorn ball oh mm. so that doesn't feel accurate did, did you go home and tell your parents that and then they explained that that person just likes you <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> He insults you because he likes you. He's flirting with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really, what I'm really disappointed in this picture is that I get no sense of what your footwear is. And I feel (laughs) like that's important. You're probably Um, true. Yeah. I would like to see that. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a good point. Moon boots, maybe. It is Mm. December. Am I to assume that these two are dressed exactly alike? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if that was 88, they were six. And mom dressed them alike because it was cheaper. Probably just bought one of every outfit. They could just rotate. If he wore it yesterday, the other one could wear it. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. It was 1988. Things were different. It's a commitment. Yes. All I'm saying. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would like to see you in that outfit. I would like. You know. (laughs) We we can wait if you want to go get it. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing that moment with me, you two, and all of our listeners. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Truly. Well. For this summer. Mm-hmm. What do you got for us, Erin? Oh, you, I'm up first. Yeah, I'm going to make I'm you up. go first. I'm <laughs> defying the alphabet this time around because I've already monopolized some time with the perm. So I want to oh, go, I go right. for we you. We needed yeah. to be done. Okay, which one to pick here? God, there are so many things that I that I like. For this summer? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do. Is are you having like... a different summer than I am? No, I mean, I, should, I like, I mean, I like the drama or okay. trauma. Okay, 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 okay. Like yeah, It's yeah. like my favorite thing. Okay, gotcha. Right, right. I think that I'm going to have to go. We were just talking about this, but I don't really love the congressional hearings. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, really, really like the outtakes. Mm, yeah, you were Trump just mentioning video. this. Yeah. I also really like finding out that the least crazy thing he did was throw a hamburger against a wall. 
even though we really focused on that for a good chunk of time. Mm -hmm. And the lady was like, no, it was crazier when he tried to choke the circus. Right. So you, you missed the point. The burger happened all the time. Mm -hmm. He tried to take over a limo. And I, I don't know. I feel like we've hit a ceiling where I'm not surprised by anything, but yet you surprised me. Mm -hmm. We got something new mm -hmm. and I wasn't expecting it. Mm. He can't say the word yesterday. I was not prepared for that. I was not prepared. I was not adequately prepared. And you were saying beforehand, you didn't see a lot of these outtakes on the normal news. You no. saw it on Trevor Noah. Yeah, the Daily Show, where now I've decided the only place I want to get my news because mm -hmm. good job picking out the important stuff is mm -hmm. what I say. Mm -hmm. And the important stuff was the three second clip where he says he can't say yesterday <laughs> multiple times. It says we need a different word word for yesterday because i can't say it is there another word for yesterday i, no, I don't know it's he said the, yesterday like 15 times perfectly so the day before today is the it? Yeah. or like tuesday i mean right yeah, just yeah. name the <laughs> right yeah. yeah and he was referring to january 6th so he could have just said january 6th january 6th yeah and you know yeah the day that yeah the day we're of, talking about right the, mm -hmm. the whole day i'm releasing this statement for uh -huh. yesterday wasn't really pivotal so my follow-up thing to this is that in the middle of this, his ex-wife died. And I feel as though no one's really investigating her death. <laughs> and I feel a little scared because apparently it was just found at the bottom of a stairwell. And we've all accepted that it was an accident. Mm -hmm. And I want to know who collectively decided for the United States that we all think it's an accident. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> I don't. I spit. I don't at all. <laughs> I think I I don't want to say I have a favorite thing about Ivana Trump dying. Right, that's, right. A, that's a weird yeah, way to put it. But I do right. I did read his statement when uh, uh when she died, and he referred to her as a survivor in the statement. And I was like, no. survivor of him? <laughs> I think he just I think maybe she had had cancer at one point in her life. Oh. But it's weird to use that word in in a statement about someone dying Die. because she is in fact not a survivor. Right, yeah. right, right. right. Dead. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> she didn't back marriage. Oh. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. He just doesn't understand words. No. No. But maybe I don't know, maybe whoever wrote that was just like, no, this is the kind of thing he'd say. We should we should definitely put this in here. Yeah, we're <laughs> we want to make this sound uh -huh. believable. We're gonna add this. Yeah, and then they kept showing that soundbite of her saying that they talked regularly, like one to two times a week. And I was like, but why? Right. Yeah, why would you? Your children uh, are grown. Yeah. Why? If you didn't have to talk to the guy, why would you? Which begs the question: What did she know? Uh -huh. There's only Ooh. one way you're getting attention from Trump. You have something he wants. Uh huh. Yes. Interesting. And now you're dead. Just saying, James Patterson. <laughs> it's like a novel ready to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can we get Keith Morrison on this? He would be. Would, yeah. yeah. I could use a good lean. Uh -huh. Maybe not on the staircase because it's dangerous. <laughs> but, we were in the middle of the hearings, yeah. but little did he know. Bonna no. tumbled to her death. When he pushed her. When he pushed her. Yeah. Or someone. I don't know if he does all of That's this. That's true. He probably feeling. farmed that out to yeah. somebody. I feel like he's got little upper body strength maybe he threw a hamburger at her and she fell <laughs> sort of hip bounced her yeah <laughs> oh yeah so that's one of my I feel like those moments right now are terrible but someday we're gonna appreciate mm -hmm. the, the gentle comedy of yeah, it yeah I think so I uh -huh. hope so I hope so too I hope so yeah Keith mm -hmm. how about you um I I was it, I, there's kind of two, but I mean, my first one is uh, from a little bit before summer, but it felt like summer to me. It's when uh, uh, Shania Twain and Harry Styles sang, Man, I Feel Like a Woman <laughs> at Coachella. Because, first of all, it's timeless art. <laughs> timeless. 
And second of all, I just, the video, they're both having a grand time. They are just loving it. I haven't seen this. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh So was it, it was his show and she was a guest at the show? Okay. Right. And I also just feel like, I mean, I feel like I'm so happy to be alive at a time where Shania Twain is a special guest at Coachella. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, she hasn't always been like, you know had the cool factor maybe yeah. for the last few years, mm-hmm. but now I feel like she's kind of finding mm-hmm. her way her way back to What a to wonderful that. way to look mm-hmm. at it, that we're alive to witness yeah. mm-hmm. and such they were, a moment. They were both really feeling it. They were both into it. I encourage you to check out the clip on YouTube. Excellent. Mm-hmm. It, that, it needs a VH1 behind the music. I need to know who picked that song. Like, yeah. here's Shania Twain's song list. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> Also, do you think a lot of Harry Styles fans know who Shania Twain is? No, I don't. Yeah. I feel like they were they they're just like who's that gal? But then maybe <laughs> right. she got a whole bunch of new fans. Maybe, yeah. I yeah. was uh, when we were watching the Winter Olympics this last year when they were doing everyone was coming out. I know this seems like a left turn, but stick with me. Mm. <laughs> when all the different countries were coming out and they were introducing them, for some reason I was sitting on the couch and I told Michael, I was just like, wouldn't it be better instead of playing the national anthem for each country? They just started with man, I feel like a woman. And like, <laughs> they'd be like, here's Brazil. Nah, 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 nah. And they just did that for everybody. Like, I feel like it would be, it would be really. It would be so much better. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would boost morale. Uh-huh. Yeah. How can you not get excited, mm-hmm. really? Did you come up with this song choice? Are you the VH1 behind yes. the music? Yes. <laughs> they I, called you? Yeah, I sent a DM to Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From your account, idea. the real Heath Smith uh-huh. official. Uh-huh. 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 He was okay. like, this guy's legit. Mm-hmm. I, this is yeah. a great idea, and uh-huh. I'm all over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then my other thing is uh, that video that Drew Barrymore put out a couple weeks ago of her just enjoying the rain. It was raining outside of her apartment. I think she lives in New York. And <laughs> she's, she's just this. like, she takes her glasses off, and she's just like, I just love the rain. I just love <laughs> the rain. If you can ever go out in the rain, go out in the rain. And it, it's, I mean... If she seems unhinged, she really seems unhinged. But she, but I believe her. She's she's having a good time. I mean, huh. well, good for her that she yeah. can enjoy the little things mm-hmm. and also demonstrate where uh-huh. she is in her life. Yeah, yeah. it was a little weird because it looked a little bit like she was like like some like a pet of some kind, like like, like <laughs> the rain. Like you know, she was looking up and her mouth was open, and it was like you like know, a pet it, it, of some kind. <laughs> And I just like, can someone just get her a glass of water? Yeah. Yeah. Is the water out in her apartment? Is that what's happening? Oh, Drew Barrymore. Wow. Yeah. But she was having a good time and, you know, so was I. I haven't seen that. No, I I want to. Yeah. Desperately. I haven't seen the Coachella clip either. Leave it to Heath to bring some stuff. Some deep cuts that we need to see. Yeah. Rain. (laughs) Drew Barrymore in the rain, I need to see immediately. I have um, two elements of two movies. Mm. Mm. That I want to call attention to. Okay. One is actually seeing movies in theaters again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Heath, yep. you and I saw Thor Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. which I very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. We also saw some naked Chris Hemsworth, but. Uh-huh. And that is a pop culture moment mm-hmm. that we wanted and needed to see. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth's butt? Is yeah. that what you said? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I just want to make sure yeah, I yeah. got the right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just wonderful movie. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Everything Taika Waititi. Into Amazing. it. Into mm-hmm. it. 
The other one is another Avenger, but he's in The Gray Man now in Netflix, Chris Evans, and he plays a bad guy. And Chris Evans as a bad guy is everything you could want and more. Wow. And let me tell you what he's dressed as when we first see him connect with Ryan Gosling. Okay. He has white pants on. He has hair cut along the sides and like long on top. And he has a very short uh, mustache. And Ryan Gosling accurately says, the white pants, the trash stash, you had to be Lloyd Hansen because Lloyd Hansen's the name of the villain. It's wonderful. The trash he's having stash. He's That's having a great, great time. He's a mean, mean guy. It's delightful. Wow. I haven't watched it yet, so now yeah. I'm probably going to have to. I mean, we saw Just him as a villain. Stash. Yeah. We saw him as a villain in Knives Out. Loved yeah, it. Yeah, true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to keep seeing him as a villain. He's a great hero as mm-hmm. Captain America. Love mm-hmm. him. Even better as a villain. Mm-hmm. And he had a, that uh, ivory sweater on and Knives Out, too. Yes, so he maybe did. it's maybe it's light-colored clothing. Maybe really, it is. really, it's part of the it's equation. fashion right? driving yes. him. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. But I will say that I think he's, his performance must have overcome the name Lloyd. <laughs> you still walked away yes. from that movie, <laughs> yes. which is which is a significant accomplishment. Yeah. Uh-huh. And at, so much so that afterwards I was like, when has there ever been a good Lloyd? And then I'm like, well, Lloyd Dobler, say anything. But that was a long time ago. Right. Since then, it's not a good name. No. Mm. But it's a good name for a sociopath played by Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Really. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So I, I recommend. The movie's great. Chris Evans, wonderful. Hand down. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to have Lizzo knocked on his door again. Oh, if only they can breed. That'd be great. <laughs> it's everything everyone wants, yep. I think. Uh-huh. It's the healing we need. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you said Ryan Gosling, it reminded me, it's not on my list, but have you seen the clip of him dressed as Ken? And oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. right. That's a big pop culture. That's mm-hmm. something's happening He keeps there. describing it as Kennergy. because he's been doing a lot of interviews for the gray man and everyone keeps asking him like look at these photos what is this like and he's like it's it's great like it's bringing out my inner energy and i love it (laughs) it's how i lost the last shred of credibility i have with my 15 year old because he told me that ryan gosling's i was like that's not possible (laughs) and i was like now you're gonna tell me that it's set to the song i'm a barbie girl he's like oh yeah they played that i was like Mm -hmm. this is not real this is a joke someone made this on the internet and put it out there we need to have a class about media savvy he's like i'm serious and then i watched it i was like i don't even know what to say He's like, you're an idiot, and left. <laughs> I am very curious what this Barbie movie is going to be like. I mean, it's Margot Robbie I know. and her, and it's Greta Gerwig. Right. Yeah. So it could be really, I just don't know what angle this is, but That's I love it. It can't just be a straight Barbie no. movie, right? No. no. That's what I, yeah. And it seems like more pictures are coming out every day right. of him in these ridiculous, wonderful outfits. You know, and his hair is bleached beyond all bleach. hmm I am already decided I'm going to see it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to at this point. So next year's special pop culture episode, we'll be talking about Ken uh-huh. and his Ken energy. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we need a whole episode dedicated to it. Yeah. Let's well, plan I mean, on we that. should maybe see the movie first before yeah, yeah. we promise. But. but hey, 2023, we're coming for you with the summer Ken energy. <laughs> my God, it's going to be 2023. Uh-huh. Oh uh-huh. These past three years. Woo. Yep. Okay. So we're moving on to 80s, right? Oh, yeah. Let's okay. do an 80s one. Yeah. All right, so this one I kind of paired together because one was really, well, actually, they were both formative to me. And I'm just going to call this category Weird Dolls. Because, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I did not expect a category. I think that this is that. the root of why our generation as parents doesn't want to say no to kids. Okay. Here's why. 
One, the Chucky movie came out in 1988. Oh, yeah. I found that movie terrifying. Uh, yeah, I don't think I watched it. I was terrified to watch it. I think the first one was actually scary intentionally, and then subsequent sequels that kind of became more jokey. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I remember distinctly being like, that's horrifying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The second thing was Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think what happened there yeah. is that they I'm were trying... I'm not sure I see the distinction, but go <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> That I think that they were trying to set realistic expectations. Like, not every baby's cute. Some are terrifying. Yeah, and that's what you're gonna. What's gonna happen Uh if you choose to have kids? Mm -hmm. And you might end up with a Chucky or Cabbage Patch doll. And those options are not good. (laughs) Those are not good (laughs) options. Those are the only two. Yeah, that's like the only. If you think about it, what other doll was this popular? I mean, you had Barbie and stuff, but like. Cabbage Patch Kids was... That was like the first time people, adults, were fighting over toys, yes. right? That yeah. I remember anyway. And yeah. that's terrifying, too, because yeah. have you seen that doll? Right. They are so bad. <laughs> the hair that looks like Cheerios, but they're, it's soft yarn. I wanted <laughs> one so bad, and I remember that Christmas, there was a box that I was like, this is it. This is it! And then, <laughs> and then I opened it, and it was like a knockoff. Oh, and I was no. so, like... Oh. But I also knew that I couldn't express disappointment in my house. So I was just like, yay. <laughs> so what was it? Like a, it was some a real kale patch che- kid? I don't know, but it was some real cheap. I'm sure so many like knockoffs were coming out because yeah. no one could get the real no, cabbage patch. Right. No. Yeah. And it was probably way cheaper because cabbage patch were insanely they expensive. They were so expensive. Yeah. yeah. So it was yeah. out of our range. But it's so odd. Such odd little bodies. Such odd little bodies. Odd little bodies. And <laughs> the fact that they just bypassed human reproduction and came out in cabbages, mm-hmm. patches, cabbage, pa- cabbages, and their patches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a there's a coming back from the dead vibe of pulling a, a <laughs> being out of the ground, <laughs> and now you're caring. You're for right. It, it was I necromancy. No. And then you were like, why doesn't this generation want to have kids? I got a couple reasons. <laughs> got a couple that jumped to mind. It didn't stop me, but I'm not always the quickest. So, yeah. Terrifying. Wow. I forgot about the 80s and creepy dolls. Good job. What do you got for us, Heath? An 80s one. Um, probably. I remember, uh, I think it was the summer I uh, was, I think I was 11 years old that summer. It was uh, spending the entire summer watching MTV, waiting for them to play the Whitney Houston video, I Want to Dance with Someone Who Loves Me. I have that same exact thing listed for <laughs> Janet Jackson, Madonna, New Kids, and Tiffany. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Watching MTV right. all day. Yes. And listen, here's the thing, kids. Obviously, well, there's teens watching, listening to this right now. Obviously. Certainly. We've got a huge yes. teen audience. Yes. Huge. <laughs> but you, it's so easy for you now to, you know, if you want to hear a song, you just, yes. you know... Open your phone, and in two seconds, you're going to have it have it down. And that's not the way it was in the 80s. You had to work for it. You had to work. Right. You and by to... work, we mean sitting in front <laughs> yes. of a TV all day. Yes. And then, and part of that that work was, you know, watching things you didn't want to see because you were waiting for the thing mm-hmm. you did want to see. And in my case, it was, um, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want the grateful deadheads coming after me, but they had mm. a video out called I Will Get By, where they turn into skeletons partway through the video. <laughs> And I, you know, and I didn't, for whatever reason, it made me uncomfortable. I don't know what it is about skeletons that made me uncomfortable, but <laughs> I think it did. it's a fair impulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was that, and there was a video from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. 
Oh. And they played that a lot too. I and think they like had clips from the movie. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I just remember being like, okay, you know, I'll just, you know, I've just got to get through this. Just, <laughs> this is my penance. I just got to get, I just got to get through this to get to Whitney just Houston. So Whitney's there. Yes. How yeah. often do you remember? Like on average, how often would Whitney come on? Would that video come on? I think on a good day, I might see it twice. Okay. On a good day. Mm. And you saw a lot of shit. Right. And the mm-hmm. other times. A lot of stuff that yeah. I did not want to see. And Aww. part one of the other things I saw was a song that basically was a commercial for Revenge of the Nerds 2. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember then going to see Revenge of the Nerds 2. Yeah. And as I'm kind of processing all this as an adult, it's like, I just saw the, the video for, I think it was Back to Paradise was the name of the song. I saw it so much, and basically it was a commercial for the video. Yeah. But I just went and saw Revenge of the Nerds too. Hey. By myself, I might add. <gasps> wow. wow. My mother just dropped me off at the theater on opening day. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was in this movie theater with maybe two other people. Because wow. it was like 1 o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> Just little heat. So many leads in there. <laughs> Just little heat. The lone watching Revenge of the Nerds yeah. too. And I wasn't old enough to see Revenge of the Nerds no. too. It was it was tamer compared to the first one. Yeah. But I shouldn't have been watching that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. You're right though. Like music videos were just ads for the movies mm-hmm. in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So if we consider Take My Breath Away, for example. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So many Top Gun clips right. in there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like really relatable summer parenting too. Of right. just like I don't care what movie you're gonna see, yes. get out of the car, <laughs> just go, <laughs> just leave me, uh-huh. <laughs> just be gone. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a similar one about watching MTV mm-hmm. all day, but um, uh, I'll go with another one, which is you both know my intense hatred of the Iowa State Fair. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. For those of you who are not in Iowa, who are not maybe in the U.S. Who knows where people are listening to this from? The Iowa State Fair is a once a year event <sighs> that people in the state go gaga for. <laughs> I have never understood that impulse. I hate it with a fiery passion. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say one of my seminal adolescent moments was watching New Kids on the Block at the Iowa State Fair, mm. circa 88, circa 89, wow. somewhere around there. And it was all kids my age with maybe an adult, a parent with them. And there was a line like all down the like, the main place by the grand state. I don't know the names. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. But it was so hot that day that they were like, people were coming and using hoses to just spray us down. You were in a protest. That wasn't the Iowa State no. Fair. They were trying to get you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to get us to leave. Yeah. And then, you know, because it was general admissions, so the doors open and everyone just runs. Oh. And I'm with my dad, which props to dad for taking me to wow. New Kids on the Block. Yeah. We went up into the stage and sat like, you know, human beings. Mm. And we sat up there <laughs> and I saw the New Kids on the Block were just tiny little, tiny. tiny little dolls on the stage. But I loved it so very much. It would be so great comedically if we had an ad for Iowa State Fair right, right. now that we could cut into this. <laughs> it's coming up. I've talked with uh, like our friend Haley, who mm-hmm. also grew up in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. She also doesn't like the State Fair. So mm-hmm. I think maybe it's something to do with like growing up here and being used to it or like yeah. seeing it every year. I don't know. But I think it's just good old-fashioned Midwest disappointment. Something yeah. gets built up so much, and then you go and you're like, so... So this is it. This is, right. yeah. Oh, this is the fair. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I uh-huh. don't want to come back. Yeah. It's always gross hot. Mm-hmm. It's always 
things I would be not interested in in any way. Mm-hmm. The smells are terrible. <laughs> it's not good. No. But you can get a beer for $12. Yeah. You sure yeah. can. And look at the biggest pumpkin you've ever seen. <laughs> I think I went a couple times as a kid, and each time I was like, eh. And you always know someone that's a fanatic. Like, I know someone yes. that goes every day. What are you up to? What are you doing every day? How do day? you have that kind no. of time? That's not what your body wants. No. <laughs> no. Did you, as a kid, did you come to the Iowa State Fair? The first, no. I, um, as someone who did not grow up in Des Moines, I right. didn't really hear about it. Okay. Like, I mean, I, I kind of vaguely knew about it. But the first time I went was in the late 90s to a mm. Wallflowers concert. Oh, okay, right. okay. Right, and the concert was good. I remember the concert being good, but then afterwards, I had, me and a friend had ridden down with some friends who were then staying in Des Moines, and we were supposed to get a ride back with other friends. And this was before cell phones, and we were just like, uh-huh. meet us at the Bud Tent. Which, if you've been to the State <laughs> Fair, there's like, that's not, a, that's not, the Bud Tent's a thing, but that's not really... Not You're not going to find another human no. being, right. there, you, <laughs> no. Know? No. you know. So yeah, we spent a couple hours trying to find that person, and it never happened. So <laughs> we had to sleep on the floor of a stranger's apartment in Des Moines. <laughs> See, then, this is why the fair sucks, right? And then it was it's several, several connecting car rides the next day to get back to Cedar Falls. <laughs> oh. Did yeah. you ever come as a kid? I was trying to remember when you're talking. I don't think. So. I mean, yeah. maybe once or twice, but I don't have any specific memories of it. I just remember the first time going as an adult. I've seen a couple concerts there too, and but the first time that just legitimately was like, oh, okay, let's check out the Iowa State Fair, and being like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. It was. It was not great. It was not great. There's so many things just from parking. It starts with the parking. Things get <laughs> every, weird right out of the gate. Every element of it. Right out I of hate. the gate. Yeah, like, the walking, the walk. <laughs> so much walking, so much people just standing in your way when walking. It's so many things that are fried, which doesn't shouldn't sound bad, but after a while, it's not great. Well, and now you know, the last eight years I've been vegan, and there's yeah, you're nothing really, for me there. Yeah. There's nothing. Oh, they have salad on the stick. Oh, that's true. <laughs> which is what? Is that a slice of lettuce or like a wedge of iceberg? Pretty much. I think it might. I, th- I think a wedge is too expensive. Okay. I think it's yeah, probably yeah. a couple of pieces and then okay. like a tomato. I think you have end. to buy a huge pork chop on a stick to get it. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they won't give it to you unless you take the pork chop. It would be kind of funny to go to all the vendors and be like, I'm vegan. What do you got for me? And just to see the looks on their faces. That might actually be a great that could be fun. traveling episode. Yeah. Just the reaction to you saying you're vegan over and over at the Iowa State Fair and watching that compute. You're going to get a few people that are going to be like, so where's vegan? Yeah. Did you fly in? That's so true. Do you speak English? I've been with you at restaurants, yeah. and people's reaction to it is so confused that I can only imagine they Iowa State Fair would be up a yeah. level. Well, there we go. Future mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in on it. Experiment. Like it. You could go like to the you know the hog bar and just be like, I'm vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Your death is not on me. <laughs> <laughs> Your death. Or go to the butter cow and be mm-hmm. like, nope, nothing yeah. here, nothing mm-hmm. to see. Nope. Remember the year that they introduced fried butter? And I was like, so... Yeah. How do we know you put butter in there? Because, <laughs> well, that's my hot take on the fair. There you go. That's I mean, there was fair. one good thing. New Kids on the Block. 1988-89. Yeah. Good for that. I survived it. So did my dad. Here there to we tell are. about it. Yeah. It's even better. I had a former coworker of mine had went to see New Kids on the Block. I don't, it might have been at the fair. It might have oh. been that concert, but her friend's mom slept with the New Kids on the Block <gasps> bus driver. What? <laughs> 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 to try to get, to try to get 
like her daughter to meet the band and it was like that's not that's not who you sleep with <laughs> the bus driver's not like gonna no, tell the band no, like oh i need you to go right. meet somebody because yeah. you know i i, I mean that's some aggressive parenting right? yeah. but bad targeting right yeah, yeah. i yeah. feel like and it seems like more likely maybe she just slept with the bus driver <laughs> and afterwards was like i did it for you honey yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah i like that uh-huh. that's probably true yeah uh-huh. <laughs> should we go back to this summer Yes, okay. this summer. Okay. Well, let's see here now. Well, okay. We talked about this in our last pop culture episode. We talked about Benifer. <laughs> we did. And they got married. Now they're legit. some sort of weird, quickie wedding. Yep. But what I find more than that, it's not even that for me. What it is for me now is that I have taken such delight in every photo that's come out because he looks petrified he does he looks like he shouldn't have done it he looks like really? he woke up the next day and thought what in the actual fuck did i just do? oh my god and she looks like i nailed it i got <laughs> right. it i yep. did it mm-hmm. i made him commit before he slipped away this time i am winning mm-hmm. wow i haven't yeah. seen any of these pictures it d- yeah terrified yeah, he does he, he looks mortified and all like all the pictures i've seen it just it, it looks like you look like i don't know after eating at the state fair. Oh, no. <laughs> like yes. That's the look on your face where you're just like, God, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, wow. The pictures of the actual wedding seemed fine. Mm-hmm. But then everyone that's come out and she's got it. They're always talking about her fashion. She's got a different outfit on and he's always to the side. It's never a full-on shot, right. and it's never happy. <laughs> he looks a little sweaty, too. So sweaty. Right? Yes. Like Maybe a little stuffed into his button-ups. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think it's like anxiety and panic that's causing sweat? Maybe. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with being sweaty. God bless sweaty people. <laughs> but you also, if you're Ben Affleck, you kind of know the paparazzi you're going to be on. Yeah, so yeah. You'd, you'd, you know, you'd and you've got access to right. things that can help you with right. that sweating some gold issue. gold blonde. Sure. Baby powder. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> you got makeup people. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you also, you know, they're dealing with a very blended family now. Maybe mm. you woke up the next day and was like, oh, wow, I didn't really care for my first three kids. Now I got extras. <laughs> yep. I don't know about any of that. Yeah. Him as a dad seems sort of suspect. Yeah. I don't know if he's real. That's not fair for me to say, but my impression from the outside is he doesn't seem very present. Yeah. I think it's difficult to have that tattoo on your back that he has and still expect people to believe you are a thoughtful, caring father. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Or to project authority in some way. Yeah. 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 I did read an article that said it was real... Like, it was kind of what it seemed like, like quickie. Like, it was J-Lo's idea. They did it quick. And his daughter did not attend, his <gasps> oldest daughter. Yeah, oh. out of loyalty to Jennifer Garner. Although, by all reports, she's fine with it. Right. <laughs> okay. So much messy family drama. So much. But I keep looking at those pictures, waiting for him mm-hmm. to smile, and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So It's been a few weeks now, hasn't it? Like a, at least a week, uh, two or three weeks. Yeah, two, yeah, yeah. two or three. Okay. Weeks, okay. I feel like E News is going to have like a countdown soon, like in the corner, just be uh, like, yeah, yeah. Til, when will Ben smile? Implodes. You know, yeah. <laughs> and they'll just be like, like one of those. It's been seventeen days since we've seen Ben Affleck smile. And what are we going to do when they split up? Yeah, I mean, collectively, we need to start. Yeah, I think about you're this. right. I think the world is going to have a real. The nation issue. needs a plan. Yeah, yeah. we need a plan. <laughs> We have been caught planless quite a few times in the last couple of years. And if there's one thing we could get on board with, I think it's what we're going to do. Yeah. When Ben says, you know what? I don't think so. Yeah. Just like before I'm on a jet, I'll see you in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
go marry somebody else. Because I can remember that, but apparently they were like very close to the actual wedding day when they broke up. And she sort of replanned the wedding to be the same thing, which seems ominous. Oh, oh yeah, that's a bad sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. So I'm a little worried for J-Lo. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Garner's got that Capital One money. She's, that's yeah. fine. She's doing fine. She's doing all good. She's yeah. killing it. Yeah. What's in her wallet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a picture of Ben. Nope. <laughs> you got anything else current for us, Heath? Um, I do. Um, I, as a... Uh, any good homosexual American has done the last few days. You have purchased and listened to the Beyonce album. I have not yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, it, good on you for doing mm-hmm. your homosexual duty. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because there are no, um, there's a track list, but every song just goes right to the next. Like you don't, there's no oh. like moment of silence okay. between each song. It just, it just goes all the way through to the end. Okay. So. Yeah. So what is your impression thus far? Um, I think it is good. I think that uh, it is, if you like Break My Soul, you will like the rest of it because mm. it's all, it's got a specific sound to it. Some of them are actually pretty funny mm-hmm. and interesting. Um, but yeah, she, uh, um, you know, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no balance on it. You know, there's none of it. We don't got time for that. We're just having a good time. <laughs> Beyonce's just out here having a good time. Good for her. Yeah. We need Beyonce out there having a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of uh, uh, gay pop culture. Sure. How about Fire Island? Oh. That was a summer moment yes. as well, yes. right? Yeah. We were supposed to all watch it together. That didn't happen. No. But we all watched it. We all watched it. What was your take on that? It was it was a uh, it was a good good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny. It wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be, but Me it was too. still pretty funny. Yeah. Did yeah. you end up seeing it? I haven't seen no. it yet, yeah. no. Yeah. No, it's a good movie. It's kind of, uh, I mean, it's basically a retelling of Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, Bo and Yang is an American treasure. He's such an American treasure. Mm-hmm. And he played sort of like the, you know, he just wanted, he just wanted love. Right. And he found it. And he sang yeah. Sometimes by Britney Spears in the film. <laughs> he did. You're right. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> I did listen to an interview with Joel Cambooster who mm-hmm. said that the scene where he is walking in and they don't let him into the party or whatever is based on real life events. That that's the one where they keep saying, times. like, who are you? Yeah. He's like, I've that's happened to him multiple myself. times. Oh, my God. I did like that they were they were sort of taking on, like, sort of classism, and they were taking on racism within mm-hmm. the gay community. I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, I, I think I was expecting more of a laugh riot. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Uh, well, I have something current that also ties to the 80s. Oh. Which is Stranger Things. Mm. It is the phenomenon, the show itself. But also the fact that this year, um, A, they took on Satanic Panic, which is, it was needing to be taken on mm-hmm. by the Stranger Things. But also, they have featured two 80s songs that have then gone on to become massive current day hits. One was Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill. Mm-hmm. Like, she's made millions of dollars since mm-hmm. this came out, just from people That's listening amazing. to that song. And then most recently, uh, Metallica, Master of Puppets. Uh-huh. And there was also a clip that came out just yesterday where the character who plays Eddie Munson, who in the show, the the finale of the show, he uh, does a performance of Master of Puppets. And they featured this actor meeting Metallica at Lollapalooza, getting to practice with them. Like, it was so cool. But yeah, they've had their song, like, rise up on the charts again. So we got 80s music back on the charts. (laughs) I I just, I like the idea. For some reason, I assume Kate Bush, like, doesn't have Netflix. I don't know why. But I like the idea. <laughs> I like the idea that she just was at home one day, like reading, and someone just showed up with like a truckload of cash and was like, by the way, 
Here you go. <laughs> and she was just like, wait, what? Like, is Ed McMahon here? Did yeah. I went to the publisher's clearinghouse? <laughs> You're right. I kind of picture her in like a cottage right. with no access to the outside world. Just fairies flying around mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's off the grid. But she's, she, off she's grid. getting her. She's getting that check. Yeah. I like that. And I like supporting a 80s recluse. Mm-hmm. Satisfying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are we back to 80s? Yeah, let's do an okay. 80s one. We're back to 80s. Okay. Um, so I remember this. I, I must not remember when it very first happened, but I remember this story, which tells me that it had lasting power because when I think of the 80s, this was one of the first things that popped into my head, admittedly. <laughs> and it feels like another one of those times in our history where we could have seen what was going to happen like multiple years later, but we just ignored it. In 1984, Vanessa Williams became the first... African-American Miss America. Mm-hmm. Yes. For it to be stripped months later. Yes. Because Penthouse said, oh, no, we have explicit photos of her and yes. we're going to run them. Uh-huh. And she said, nope, gave everything back and just sort of backed out of the room slowly. So it feels like we saw the naked selfie phenomenon happening <laughs> before it happened. You're right. We could have stopped it. Also, that feels like a precursor to a lot of other stuff we've been talking about, like Pam and Tommy mm-hmm. and things like that. Where yeah. There's not like, like a agency has been removed yes, from the conversation. I hadn't yeah. thought of that in like those specific terms until mm-hmm. we. I was thinking about '80s stuff, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that had to be '80s, right?" And I looked up. I was like, "It was," but I don't know. I was three at the time it happened, so I've no. That's how long that story because it must have continued to be in the consciousness for that amount of time. I remember that was like the conversation about her for mm-hmm. a long time, yeah. even yeah. when she was releasing music. Right. Uh huh. And so it almost felt like when we were listening to her music, it felt like kind of bad. Because mm-hmm. we're listening to the mm-hmm. lady that had well, naked pictures. To be fair, some of it was bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not all of it. Not all of it's the theme from Pocahontas. <laughs> Save the best for last. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. But yeah. that's. I mean, I think. I think it speaks to her. Her. I know we make. I'm making jokes, but it speaks to her talent too, as yeah. a singer, as an actress. Because I mean, the fact that she was kind of able to overcome. Being, you know, a beauty queen mm-hmm. to be successful in other ways. And you couple that with, you know, having these explicit photos shared, which, mm-hmm. you know, even even now people, you know, that would that would tarnish your image, you yeah. know, when people are a little bit more open minded about stuff. But yeah, for her to sort of uh, kind of surpass all that and sort of go on to be, you know, a successful actress and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. award winning singer and all that stuff. Yeah, she's definitely had the last mm-hmm. lap on that. I also feel like what 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 have we done with this penthouse guy? He did it to Pam. He did it to Vanessa Williams. I'm sure there's plenty of other stories, but why 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 is there not an expose on him yet? Or mm-hmm. like a you know that's a good a reckoning question. with where yeah. penthouse came from? Because is penthouse still a thing? I don't know. That's what Surprise. I was going to ask. Has it moved all online? <laughs> I would think so. I I a good remember exist anymore. Yeah. When I worked Listeners, at the bookstore, you, you could buy it. Penthouse there. is still a thing. You could buy it, and yeah. it was really uncomfortable when oh, people sure would buy it. it you'd be like, "Oh, that's it today? Then <laughs> just the penthouse? Are you a member of our monthly book club? <laughs> <laughs> did you? What did it come in like a paper bag or something? Yeah, it had a co- like a cover you could okay. see what was on. So it was like in plastic boobies. wrap, and there was a cover around it that you couldn't see what was in it. But yeah, and then you'd have to like put it in. Do you want it in a bag or? <laughs> okay. Do you want to just take it with yeah. you? Or are you gonna yeah. use it right now okay. we just got the new playboys in sure this is all you want i'm supposed to upsell so there's also great letters from penthouse on the shelf <laughs> where did so there was playboy there was penthouse there was hustler where did penthouse fall in the terms of like just filth versus like the others like playboy was supposedly more classy right i think penthouse wanted to be playboy yeah but then also liked what like 
what Hustler was doing. It yeah. just wanted to kind of be the worst. Yeah. I feel like Playboy was, if Playboy was Target and Hustler was Walmart, <laughs> Penthouse was Kmart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> Penthouse was. entirely accurate. Penthouse on some level was just like, yeah, I mean, I get what you're thinking, but we sell Martha Stewart sheets, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Kmart doesn't exist anymore, does it? No. So maybe no. Penthouse no. doesn't either. Maybe. Let's hope. I mean, wow. I guess if you're a big fan, sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're listening to this. Yeah. Also, what are your life choices? <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think There's better you, you guys are awesome there. listeners right now. When you're like, all the Penthouse readers <laughs> <All> <laughs> listening readers now are just logged off. So yeah. when I worked at the bookstore, you would, when inventory would get sent back, you had to rip the cover off. And you sent the covers back to the publisher, not the actual book. They didn't care what you did with that. You just recycled it like paperbacks. And the letters from Penthouse would get turned over frequently enough that they were always getting thrown away. So we always kept one on the break room table <laughs> because nothing's funnier on your 15-minute break oh my God. than reading a letter from Penthouse. Do you have any memories of specific what, ones? Was it like an advice column or was it just like <laughs> this is something that happened to me? Yeah, there's like... like categories. Like, yeah, there would be like advice ones like, dear Abby, but right. not Abby. <laughs> There was other ones that were just like, hey, this happened to me. Like more just like a story, which is probably just fan fiction. That's what we would call fan fiction. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they would answer some of them. And it was just the things that I was like, some of these are very immediate problems to write a letter to Penthouse and wait for it to get published. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have some some bigger issues to solve, I think, quicker than mm-hmm than the book publishing cycle maybe that's why the manosphere has taken off so much because it's instant gratification yeah. with yeah. your weird fan fiction yeah. and your yeah 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 it was um, very weird like sexual questions like course. this happened to me what should, should i, I do yeah <laughs> well probably not take the time to write a penthouse letter <laughs> i'm gonna guess <laughs> maybe go see a doctor yeah i wish someone would invent time travel so i go back in time to someone writing a penthouse letter to be yeah. like in the future i can have paper towels brought to my house and like less than twenty four hours. Like, <laughs> they're just—I just come home from work and they're just at my door, uh-huh. and you've got mm-hmm. six months <laughs> to find out. You were here at the yeah. mercy of the publishing schedule. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Heath? Anything from the eighties? Um, I. This is probably, I think, uh, a category of uh, songs from the pool. Oh, oh <laughs> okay. Because I do remember, I would, you know, obviously as a kid, you go to the pool a lot in the summertime, mm-hmm. and they would always have, you know, pop radio playing. And so, um, one of the one of the songs uh, I remember most is uh, Toy Soldiers by Martika, which, uh, um, <laughs> if you haven't heard it, I, you know, good for you. It's epic. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I would, I would say it's, I would say overwrought is probably the word I would use for it. Yeah. 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 And melodramatic. I, overwrought. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not sh- super duper sure what it's about. <laughs> no. No, because you've, you and Eric have played it for us multiple times and I cannot tell you what yeah. it would be about. Yeah. It seems like something didn't go right, but yeah. we don't know what. And no. it's just like. Don't be so vague, Martika. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, I would check that out. But I remember, uh, the other song I remember, and apparently they played a lot of slow songs in the pool, was The Jets. Uh, you you Got It All. And it was a slow song. The Jets were kind of, uh, 
uh, it was they were sort of like the oh, right, yeah, like oh, the Jacksons, uh-huh. but they yeah. were from Minnesota. There was a family of <laughs> yeah. like eight of the them. The Minnesota they, Jacksons, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! And they would I th- basically there was one singer, and I think the rest of the family just played the instruments. And uh-huh. I don't like now having um, you know we talked about behind the music, like watch it having watched TLC's Behind the Music, where Lisa Lafayette Lopez explains how the music industry works and how you get paid and how they could have the number one song in the country and be have to declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I think of the Jets, and I'm like, so each of you made about $4.85, <laughs> like, per year working in this band, correct? By the time ever, you know, all the money came in, and they yeah. split it eight ways. So, but I, I remember that song being played a lot, and I remember it being in a movie called Jaws the Revenge, oh. which was the Jaws 4, yeah. mm-hmm. which was one of the... Uh, did you best. see that by yourself too? I saw. No, I had. To, I watched that at home. Okay. I, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. <laughs> I should have seen it by myself. Yeah. Everyone should watch it alone. Uh-huh. But it's one of the best terrible movies that, that that's ever existed. I mean, number yeah. four. Yeah. Right. You mm-hmm. were pushing it. Yeah. I mean, the premise of the film is that this shark, which, to my understanding, had been killed in three previous films. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Plot holes. Yeah. Yeah. Followed the wife of the of Roy Scheider's character from the original one. She went to the Bahamas to see her son, and this shark followed her from. Oh, because sharks. (laughs) They have personal vendettas. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Followed her down to the Bahamas. I did see like a clip that the original writer of Jaws later in life just said he regretted it. He is the one thing he wished he never did (laughs) because of all the sequels and stuff. I think so, and because of what it did for the shark community. Uh, Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. The shark community doesn't deserve this community, yeah. Because now we have a whole Shark Week dedicated to making sure that you understand that sharks don't bite you, and then you watch people get bit for a week. Yeah, (laughs) it's very confusing. It's very confusing. Also, what um, did you have like a public pool? What kind of pool did yeah. you go to? Yes, yeah, it was a public pool. Yeah, yep. I what wanted was... to ask a follow up question about that. Two slow songs at the pool seemed I, really that's interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. Were people like, yeah, you know, like how do you, make, what are you... dancing, like yeah. making out to it? Like, what was the vibe? No, I think the vibe was, uh, you know, like pervy eleven year olds, like yeah. kind of like going up to the side of the pool and like kind of peering at you know the teenage girls who were looking okay. out, like that kind of thing. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. that sounds right. Okay, mm-hmm. uh-huh. okay. Did you have a public pool that you went to? We did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I went to the, there was an east side pool here, but also because my dad was a police officer, they had a pool for the um, police recreation facility. Mm. And it was over in Pleasant Hill. And it was like a building that you could rent out. In fact, my brother got married there later. But then there was a pool in the back. So all the families of police officers in Des Moines could just go and hang out at the pool. Oh. And it was great because so many times in the summer we'd go and no one else were there. So it was like, this is our pool. But then there were other times there were other kids there, and I hated that. Yeah, mm, right. yeah. That's the first time that <laughs> this is an odd memory, but we can cut this <laughs> if we want. No, uh, that's the first time I remember seeing pubic hair outside of a swimsuit. <laughs> oh yeah, standing okay. in line for the diving board. <laughs> okay, I was like, huh, huh, huh. Uh, female, male, Ma- female. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. just you like, know, kind of around yeah, the pubic area. Yeah, I was like, area. that uh-huh. I was like. Not only do you not have friends, but where are your parents? <laughs> like, it's that obvious. That I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Note yeah. to self on uh-huh. future endeavors. <laughs> maybe maybe she was from Europe? I don't know. Yeah, we'll go. I think we'll go with Hanging that. out yeah. in Mesa City and uh-huh. Clear Lake? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Getting on that diving board. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to dive anymore. <laughs> All that hair. Yeah, it's going to be floating around in there. <laughs> I have questions that I shouldn't have now. Mm-hmm. Good one. 
Um, my 80s one was a few key summer movies and going to see them. Oh. Uh, one was Return of the Jedi. That was my oh. first like major movie experience. Mm-hmm. And it was at uh, this old theater here in Des Moines. It's not there anymore. Uh, River Hills. And I think it was two d- separate theaters. And they were both huge. River Hills and Riviera, maybe. And I remember there was a line through the parking lot for Return of the Jedi. And I was six. And uh, I loved it so much. I don't think I'd seen the other Star Wars yet. But I was all in. I got like a, a movie tie-in book. Oh, it was it. You're and then I was it. a Star Wars fan. Yes, but also um, I remember seeing Back to the Future in the theater, oh, yes. and I remember laughing so hard in the car after thinking about the manure scene. Like <laughs> that was the best movie ever. <laughs> My tastes are, you know, I they were there. I was not. I mean, obviously, we weren't friends in the 80s. No, but no. when you say young Amy went to a movie, now all I can think of was your original Top Gun experience. Well, that was the <laughs> other uh, thing I was going to mention, yeah, was uh, seeing the original Top Gun in 1986, which is a big year this mm-hmm. year, by the way. Mm-hmm. Lots yeah. of things coming back. Um, yeah. Did, have I told this story on the podcast? I don't know. Well, you're going to hear it again. Yeah. Here it is. I th- it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth a listen. It is funny because then Heath and I went to see the sequel not too long ago and I told him this story and I was like, I feel like there's going to be a something, someone gross behind us. <laughs> Thankfully, no one. No, no one. Is no grosser enough. than usual. Just no the normal level of yep, gross. Just <laughs> regular level of Flicks Brewhouse gross. But yeah, dad and I went to see Top Gun and in the love scene, which... Let's be clear. There's no skin. You don't see anything. There's some curtains wafting in the wind. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Kelly McGillis and Tom Cruise are trying to bite each other's faces off. They both want to be anywhere but there. Yeah. <laughs> have no desire to be there. So it's it's not explicit in right, any way. Right, right. But there was a guy behind my dad and I who, when this was going on, was like, yeah, get it. <laughs> And I, you know, I'm eight, nine, and uh, I think I just looked at my dad like, huh? And he, I could see, he was like, oh, fuck. So <laughs> the guy kept doing it, and dad turned around and said, buddy, I got my daughter here, you know, like, stop it. And the guy did not take the hint. So, <laughs> so we got up, while the sex scene is still going on, we got up out of one side of the theater and then just went in the other side so that we could avoid gross guy. But that was it. We didn't report him. We didn't do anything, yeah, yeah. you know. We didn't want to do that. Strong uh, memory of heavy breather guy over my shoulder. <laughs> and when we saw the sequel, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, when we went to see Bombshell, you had a weird guy sitting next what to you making comments, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like the whole, but he was trying to act like he was an ally. Yes, he was. Because he kept saying reprehensible. We're he like, did. that's not a word you can whisper under your breath. <laughs> no, he was very loud. Like it was not. Yeah, like in the scene where Margot Robbie's getting, you know, mm-hmm. violated. Yeah, he wanted to make it very clear he was not one of those guys. Like eating reprehensible. Yeah. But what, okay, buddy. I think just by I would think just by attending that. Movie, yeah, like, you're we fine. all we all we're get there. what we get you, what it. you we're think. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're here by yourself. That's fine. But yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do remember when we when we saw the the new Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I w- thought it was curious the way they they shot the love scene in this too, because like you can just see Tom Cruise's like shoulders, mm-hmm. and it's very much like like it like it was maybe a Lifetime movie from like the eighties, yes. like that level. Yes. Like Cinemax would be like, no, no, we're not showing this. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. It was it was even less right. erotic uh-huh. than the original. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. Like you know, I mean. 
they had the beach scene again, like he was out with That's his shirt true. off. I don't know if he hadn't done his, his crunches that day or, or what was going on, but yeah. I felt like the biggest mistake that movie made, which I know is saying a lot about mm-hmm. that movie, the biggest mistake was having Tom Cruise give that little speech before the movie started because it really drew yeah. attention to the filter they used while filming. <laughs> you're right. Terribly old in that. And then you start watching the new Top Gun, you're like, wow. Oh, he really like did they shoot this 15 years ago because uh-huh, he uh-huh. looks a lot younger the pandemic was hard on him yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it, it reads on his face it's, he's, it's rough summer movies summer in the theaters and weirdos it started young weirdos surrounding mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and, and look at you today and look at me today mm-hmm. a couple more weirdos yeah that's right <laughs> are we back to current yeah let's do it okay this one i'm saying because I, I love a good reality TV program, and summer brings some, but none more so than I felt like, and this is kind of encompassing quite, a, like maybe over the past couple of years, and I might be stretching summer just a little bit, but Supreme Court nomination hearings are the new reality TV, <laughs> because mm-hmm, I don't think you mm-hmm. can write Ted Cruz asking someone if a baby is racist. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you saw that in reality TV, you'd be like, Was well, that this I summer? Imagine. I think it was, like, spring. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Close I enough. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just, but, time moves I mean, so weird. Ted I don't Cruz know. being a stupid dipshit is, is evergreen. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. It really yeah. is. But just that, how, how absolutely crazy that question is. Yeah. And I watch a lot of reality TV, and I feel like there are times when I'm like, oh, I might be over this program now, because this feels like it's, you know, like, now we're just... It's too too far. Even I have a line. Are you ever over the program? No. Okay. But yeah, I wonder, with Ted Cruz, though, I feel like maybe he was like, can a baby be racist? Yeah. Like, we need to get on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, is yeah. there a way to make this happen? Yeah. So it was an actual question. Like, <laughs> yeah. can, we, can you yeah. answer that for me? Because yeah. they're going to ask me later in the hallway, and I don't know. <laughs> get, get the guys in the lab on that. Yeah. See what we can do. Yeah. Can you make them racist? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really what That's he's what asking. He really yeah. looking for. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, you know, paired with, like, the Brett Kavanaugh, I like beer thing. Yeah. I mean, I know that was Matt Damon playing Brett Kavanaugh, but the sentiment was there. <laughs> it was there, yeah. I just feel like it's the new... You're right, there's a tie to reality TV. It's new. Yeah. It's a new program. I mean, never... When C-SPAN started, I don't think they thought, we're going to be the number one network. Right, yeah. We're going to kill it. Mm-hmm. And now, I feel like they've spent some money, and they've got some characters. Yay? Not really, but... <laughs> Yay for America? It's just something that I don't think I'll ever forget from this time period. Yeah. It's just the absurdity. And like, I always think when these things happen of later, when you're in school and you learn history and you think, how did someone not say something? Like, right. how'd that happen? Right. And I, this is the type of thing that people are going to think. How did someone not say it? He really I, asked someone about that? I think about that all the time, especially over the last few years, as things have gotten just weirder and darker and scarier. Like looking back at history as a kid it was like why did no one like say anything about you know this and that and I'm like well because you're adults and you still have to make money and you still have to live yeah. in this fucking weird world and yeah. there's yeah and it matters not a lick if not you say a lick. something not a lick yeah. but to tie into the 80s too i mean clarence thomas his hearings were in the 80s and yes he that was a that was a Yes. Gross disaster oh. for all of us. <laughs> and if we had only listened to Anita Hill, if we had only better listened. off we would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a boy. fun guy that guy mm-hmm. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Just fun. He's great. And his wife, who oh, spells yeah. Jenny like that. Oh. That's oh. fun. Love her. Oh. Yeah. But he's a chill hang. 
is totally, totally yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah, on the day that Roe v. Wade was overturned, you and I were sharing some fantasies about <laughs> how he might expire. <laughs> right. It was very therapeutic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it had some uh, Wiley Coyote vibes, too. Yeah, yeah, it really did. As, as it yeah. should. As, as, as it should. hundred percent. A little more gay, but yeah. <laughs> some. It's also reminding me, as a tie back to the 80s, Mike and I have recently started watching Dallas from the beginning. Oh. And it it's giving me those vibes too. Like how can this be happening? Like this is so bad and then there's not much difference. Can you tell us what sparked rewatching Dallas? Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the answer to this. I'm okay. just curious. Well, one part specifically that we'll leave off, but okay. tell you after recording. Okay. Sorry, listeners, okay. sorry. Well. But uh yeah, I there was something we were specifically looking for T V that we could both find entertaining and funny, mm-hmm. but that wasn't wasn't dark. It wasn't gonna have anything to do with right. anything happening now. Just something like and we were like, We're only gonna watch one or two episodes a weekend, so it's gonna take forever because there's a bajillion seasons of it. Mm-hmm. And it has delivered. Wow. It has been everything that you thought it was and more. Mm-hmm. There are times that I'm actually surprised that it aired. Like certain things happen that I'm like, wow, they got that on prime time. Wow. Good for you. Good Do you for think you. this will, um, will you then follow up with Disney? Disney. Dynasty? <laughs> Falcon Crest? I don't know. Not we landing? might have to. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Things are wild at Dallas. And apparently they are the only family in Dallas, which is what we've learned. (laughs) There's two families in Dallas, and that is it. They picked the biggest metropolis they could find and came up with two families. And it's great. It's great. It's everything you want from the 80s. The fashion, the language. We now always have a catchphrase in the house, which is just Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Just yelling Bobby. Maybe you and Michael need to start watching Dallas. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. His, uh, I've heard the stories of his his parents would watch with. They had friends who they would watch every Friday night. They would all get together and they would Ooh. watch it together. I kind of like so. that. That's kind of fun to think of. You know, Michael's mom and dad, very smart, <laughs> intelligent people. Like, let's get some Dallas on. I remember they had a reboot on like TNT a few years ago, and I yeah. watched that, and I remember talking to his dad about it and his, his dad just hooting and hollering because you know, the original <laughs> show was so ridiculous and yeah. they really kind of had to you know crank it up a notch uh you know to sort of fit in with the things that are on tv today and it was uh it was wild wow yeah i don't know we might, i don't know if we'll go down that path and once we get to the end we might have to watch the reboot mm-hmm. just for comparison's sake well i think they have some of the actors yeah right? like yeah um uh bobby uh, the guy that played Bobby is in Bobby? it. Patrick, Patrick Duffy? Yes. Ooh. And uh, Linda Gray, Sue Ellen. Oh. She is in it. Sue Ellen is something. Uh-huh. Woo. Was she a, when she was a booze hound the whole original run her character yeah, was? Yeah. Okay. At least so far. Yeah. Okay. We're into season two. And I will say, yeah, she's not without a drink. Okay. Yeah. All right. Trash. And I think they made a distinct decision between season one and season two to make her unlikable because you did not like her season one. Like she was just sort of, you kind of felt bad for her. Okay. There's a part where she's forced to like wear a swimsuit in front of these guys that are robbing the place. It got weird. Ew. Yeah, dark. <laughs> what? Dark. Well, cause she was like a pageant queen, so she had to put it. It was weird. That scene was weird. <laughs> And I don't know if the drinking as escalated in robberies. after that. As yeah. it happens. And everyone just watched. Like... No one else said anything. It was it was intense. But anyway, then second season, she's really come out guns a blazing and not happy with anyone and just real sneaky. 
Real sneaky okay, like stuff. So yeah, they decided Shady. to mm-hmm. make her. Yeah, they decided to up that a little bit, mm. but still the booze, which is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, and still weird swimsuits, but this time appropriately at the pool, because as one does, they just hang out at the pool on an afternoon with your in-laws. As one does. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think uh, my list is actually done. Do you have any more, Heath? Are we doing nineties? Are we doing eighties? Or not nineties? Sorry, are we doing nineties? Shit, I am not prepared. <laughs> Either one. Yeah. I, I will say the only other thing on my list is uh, Molly Shannon's autobiography, Hello, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. You no. said it was... It's really, yeah, it's really, really good. It's kind of, it's almost like a, like a first person. She, it's almost like she was just telling someone these stories and they were sort of recording them. Oh, and cool. So it, it's all very much, you know, um, you can hear her voice in your head when you're reading it. And it's just, she had a, you know, she had a tough interesting life and the fact that she's sort of kind of uh ended up where she is you know in a good place is sort of it's kind of amazing because her i think when she was four her uh dad her family was in a car accident her mother died her dad was driving and he was drunk and he hit a pole oh my god and that killed her mother and i believe a cousin was in the car too and so that was kind of like, you know, and that, you know, that kind of defines your life. And the dad survived and had to yeah. deal with that oh, guilt. Yeah. Oh, God. So it was really, I mean, and the interesting stuff, and you always, and I said, you, at least when I'm reading these kinds of celebrity autobiographies, you get, you're kind of eager to get to the part where, like, you know, when she's on Saturday Night Live, you kind of hear those stories. But it was so interesting getting up to that point, too, like when she was in living in Los Angeles and was kind of, you know, struggling to sort of hit it big. She was a waitress at a um, at a restaurant, and, like, she tells a story of what Julia Roberts came in and just ordered sausage. She came in for breakfast and just ad- asked for sausage, and that's just, that's what she had. Like, that's the whole story. Like, there was never, there was never, like, you know, Julia Roberts was unkind to her or anything like that, but that was the whole story. I'm like, that's, I find that interesting. Yes, I like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm mm-hmm. excited to, yeah. to read that one. Oh, I will say, if, if anybody does read it, don't look at the pictures in the middle of it before you finish reading it. Read the whole book. Oh, <laughs> and then okay. go back oh. and look Spoilers. at the pictures. Oh, pictures. There, there's one thing that does get spoiled in the okay. uh, in the captions of the photos. Okay. So. Mm, that's good advice right yeah. there. Yeah. I'm tapped out on my you list. you tapped out. Yeah, yeah nothing else from the nothing 80s. Else. Nothing No. Mm. Well, I mean, I... I had the perm, so yeah, that, that kind of goes. You did a long come way. in strong with the perm. Yeah, that was that was a solid, <laughs> so, solid, solid. And I showed you a picture with a Thriller T-shirt, so I don't know what else I can do for you, Aaron. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're right. And Thriller came out in the '80s, so I don't know what else yeah. I'm asking for. Well, here. yeah, actually, that's a good point. In summer of like '84, I had a, uh, I think it was like a Casio tape player, mm-hmm. and I had Like a Virgin, and I had Thriller cassette tapes, and I played them so much on this rinky-dink little toy thing that I broke both the tapes wow but the cassette player survived maybe the cassette player i'm not quite sure how that went down i just went to listen one day and there was no music anymore oh. the music had died the day oh. the music died, the day the music <laughs> died. Oh. also i had no idea what a virgin was but i loved the album nonetheless that's amazing that's I actually was the best seven uh-huh. yeah seven and had no idea uh-huh. but i love me some madonna and so Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Was big in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got anything more for <laughs> I us? I don't think oh, so. Okay. I mean, I got random things, but nothing <laughs> that we all don't know, you know? I mean, what else can we cover? Yeah. You know, I think for the fact that we are, I mean, Heath and I are deep in our 40s mm-hmm. and you are early 40s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We did an admiral job. Admiral. Admirable <laughs> job. You got there. You got of there. Of talking about there. pop culture of today. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
we probably missed a lot of stuff that is more relevant to the younger folks. But here we are. We didn't talk about TikTok once. Nope. No. 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 Nope. Sure didn't. Mm-mm. Here we brought it to you. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know really what you do with these pop culture guys. <laughs> I was going to say. Could watch. I was like, well, no, we can't do that. Just... Listen, show notes, I'm going to include a lot of clips. Yeah. I'm going to include clips to all the songs we mentioned. You're going to hear Martika if you haven't heard it before. Perfect. And this and is going to be. you it forever. It's going to change your life. And you're going to say, God damn, Heath knew what he was talking about yes and he changed my life that's what's gonna happen is the picture of the perm going to be available in the show notes i mean i can share that with you and you can put it in our social if you want okay. to all right let's i have that. no fears about okay. this okay yeah i like it i don't know why you would it's a great picture uh, i mean i think well, you're holding the 80s down strong okay okay yeah that's fine i mean it, it's taken me 45 years to be comfortable with this but yeah <laughs> you still look like that now then i think we would have some questions but you didn't have a lot of agency. No, no, except you didn't wanting buy that perm. Suit, I can tell you that. Uh, no, <laughs> no, uh-huh. no. It does give a read a little bit like a uh, if Reba McIntyre was a child in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> this was '88, baby. <laughs> I'm talking about if Reba from the nineties <laughs> happened to be a child. <laughs> it's so accurate. <laughs> Fancy don't let me down. <laughs> oh well, the good news there is there we go. We'll be back next week. Yeah, we we're gonna will. have heat back soon. We have to do another cookbook. Yeah, we have another cookbook. I think yeah. is called for. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, happy reading. I'm up again. Same night, another dream. Before trying this recording thing, I didn't remember much of anything of these dreams. I didn't remember much from any of the women. And one night of doing this, and it's broken things open. The dreams are, they're in me, and they're they are coming out of me, and... To me, I am not broken. I am the most whole, most real. Their despair. I cause their despair. I wait for the word. I wait for the word. Witch. 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 Look at the mad woman in her cage. She was a woman with holes inside her. That was the heaviest factor. The final evidence. The heart of the issue. Somehow, you understand this. You. You. You hear me. Wherever you are, whatever this is, you... This isn't a dream journal anymore. It's not. That's just, it's just fact. (laughs) Because now this is, this is some sort of record. What are these dreams? Maybe there's a better question. Who are these women? Weird Woman is a Broads and Books production. All nine episodes are available January 10th. Listen and subscribe to Weird Woman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. That's W-Y-R-D, Woman, wherever you listen to podcasts.